This is Tame Your Talent. My name is Brad J. I'm your host of Tame Your Talent, the podcast. Uh, a 25, 27-plus-year professional announcer, X Games, Olympics, mainstream sports, NBA, Major League Baseball, and uh, Olympic Games, like I said, X Games, and all that other stuff, too, as well. There you go. Uh, that's what I'm all about, and I'm here another edition of Tame Your Talent, my week, my daily podcast throughout the week, and this one's effective for your Wednesday as we creep up on Christmas. Just a few days to the big day. Christmas coming up here on Saturday. And uh, also reminding you that, of course, you could subscribe to my YouTube page. Get behind-the-scenes footage from all my events. And that's including me going to Beijing uh, coming up to do the Olympics as well. And that's Tame Your Talent on YouTube. Subscribe to my YouTube page right there. And, uh, of course, there you go. And myself, social media, at Brad, J-A-Y-M-C. At Brad, J-A-Y-M-C on pretty much all social fronts. Don't forget, I do have a radio show, uh, Santa Barbara, and it's uh, Monday through Friday at uh, ktyd.com, ktyd.com, and that goes on 7 p.m. till midnight, Monday through Friday. Of course, I'm going to be off uh, Friday night, Christmas Eve, and I will not do a Saturday show, but I will be uh, still doing shows the rest of this week, and then obviously Monday through Friday, you could tune into that show, ktyd.com. Uh, on the web, or if you're in Santa Barbara on the FM dial or in Ventura, it's 99.9. So there you go. That's the deal right there. And with Christmas approaching, uh, it's always time to watch Christmas movies, right? Do you watch Christmas movies during like right before Christmas? Are you one of those people that, like right before, you just start, okay, I'm ramping it up, man. I'm dropping Christmas movies like I'm dropping cookies in the oven, okay? It's kind of what we've been doing here at the house at my house because gonna have the kids over for christmas pretty excited about that uh, the presents are out the tree is up and then i'm watching christmas vacation chevy chase obviously last night you gotta watch that that's always the funny one with you know cousin eddie and the whole gang so i'm watching it and there's an there's a, a part in that movie where there's kind of a road rage incident where chevy chase is dealing with a car with a couple of rednecks in the car and they're uh trying to chase him down get all right behind him and um he goes and ro- kind of has a road rage and then my wife kind of reminds me of a road rage incident that uh, she kind of made fun of me for <laughs> i'm not good at that whole road rage thing man i'm just not good at it never been so she reminded me of a story and i'm going to tell this real quick Plus, I want to go into uh, China restrictions for the Olympics and uh, and Xmas, Christmas pass and all that stuff. Anyways, so she goes into the story, she says, where I was driving in the car, had the whole family, right? Kids were young at that time. I'm behind the wheel. And some guy's kind of like, you know, bird dogging me in the traffic and cutting me off and doing this, speeding past me and then getting in front of me and going slow. And I'm getting mad and I'm getting more... Like, whatever, and I'm trying to pass him, and then he's trying to battle, and I'm just, you know, the whole road rage thing. I didn't. Some of you know what I'm talking about. Some of you don't know what I'm talking about. But when you get in that just uh, aggro with one driver, one of those things, it's like, don't engage, Maverick. Once again, do not engage with these people, okay? But that was one of those days I was engaging, and I was, oh, uh, I was mad and all this stuff, and we pull up on the side of him, and you know those steering wheel locks that people have? You know those red bars that lock the steering wheel and so people can't steal your car if they break into it? So we drive by him like this is probably the fourth time and we're going back and forth. He picks that up off his passenger seat and shows it to me like he's going to beat me with this thing. 
<laughs> he's showing me a steering wheel protector that he's gonna that he's gonna actually beat my ass with, right? <laughs> so then he gets in front of me and cuts me off and starts slowing down. So what do I do? I'm traveling with my family. Obviously, I don't have a gun, okay? I don't have a baseball bat. I don't have one of those fancy steering wheel locks. <laughs> but you know what I do have? I have a pen and I have a piece of paper. You're like, what the heck's that going to do, Brad? So I take the pen and I try to make it look super animated. Like I hold the pen in the windshield like so he can look in his rearview mirror and see that I have a piece of paper and a pen and I'm writing his license plate number down. As stupid as that sounds. Actually, it is really stupid, right? And so ever since then, ever since that time, my wife has made hella fun of me over that whole incident about breaking out the pen and the paper. But I think, you know, you got kids in the car. I'm not brandishing a weapon or something like that. I'm going to go with the pen and the paper. Nothing happened. Everything turned out okay. But, but there you go. The pen is mightier than the steering wheel lock, I guess, would be the, uh, the philosophy in that statement. So that road rage incident from Christmas vacation spurred me and my wife to talk about that time that I did that. So that was the idiotic move, but whatever. Um, I also want to talk about this past weekend where uh, I did an event. I did an event at uh, Copper Mountain. Super sick event. And uh, it was it was crazy because... The event, okay, so I was doing a rail jam announcing for the internet, and that was for the Dew Tour. And so we were doing the men's snowboarding uh, rail jam, and that was a rail jam uh, between my, with, uh, that was me announcing with Mary Walsh, editor of Snowboard Magazine. And so she's there with me. Uh, we're doing the show, having a good one. But two shows earlier, they had a women's snowboard rail jam competition on, and they had uh, three women, a professional skateboarder and then uh, two hosts on it. And somebody had commented on, on my Facebook page that uh, what was going on with that, with that competition, the thing was with that competition is uh, all three of the, the women that were on that panel were just talking to each other throughout the whole entire competition, not really talking about the competition in general, just talking about everything kind of but. So somebody kind of made a comment on that. And it's like, and that made me think about, you know, with Tame Your Talent, my announcing program, that I'm going to unleash soon, that all the videos, the seven years of work that I've put into this announcing school. That's one of those situations where that could have been determined ahead of time. Uh, the three on the panel should determine the roles. Here's And you would learn that in one of my announcing schools. It's like, what is your role? If you're going to get there and you're announcing with someone for the first time and you never announce with them, you kind of got to know the role of that person and, and what you're going to do. What's your job? What's my job? And that stuff never was talked about. I'm pretty sure for all three of them on the panel. So I had posted something on Facebook saying, hey, look, it was such a great turnout. I had a great time. Big thank you to all the people bringing me out. And then somebody had commented on, hey, what about that girls competition? And then I thought back to it because I was watching the competition before I went to work and I was feeling the same way. That it, was, it ended up being more like an interview. And it was like, yeah, that stuff can be resolved way quick and if you're doing stuff on the internet you know and you're, you're doing a show what have you i don't care what it is just have a game plan just a little bit of a game plan if it's like you know some bullet points of what you want to cover talk to the person you're working with hey this is what i was thinking about talking about if you have any time together beforehand just communicate it's one of the best things you can do as an announcer before you go into a job so there you go a little lesson right there 
from your bud, Brad J. All right, let's talk about China restrictions. Okay, so I get a good buddy of mine. He reaches out to me yesterday and said he's getting hired uh, to go to Beijing and do the live announcing for a couple of, of events out there for snowboarding. And this is just yesterday. So we're talking about it. He's asking me some questions. Oh, great. Then I hear from him today, as of this morning, saying he's telling me that they're not hiring any more, any more international people to work out the games. Now, I don't know how official this is or what, but this is from someone who said he was contacted to work the live event at the Olympics, and now he's been contacted saying they're not going to be doing any more international. So I don't know what that means. But it seems funny because then I get an email today saying everything's fine and what have you. So I'm still on track to go out to Beijing as of right now to do all of snowboarding for television out there. So that's the plan still. That's the contract. That's everything I've been working on. So I'll keep you posted as things happen. But there's a little bit up on the China restrictions. Okay. And since it's Christmas week, always got to talk, talk about a Christmas story <laughs> It's funny because I always go back and I try to think about some some random ones, right? Like, what's a random Christmas story that I could bring up? Okay, so this is pretty funny. Uh, when I was, uh, gosh, how old was that? I think I'm, I think I'm probably about ten or eleven on this Christmas, all right? So take it. Let's take it way back, okay? Now, my brother and sister didn't play sports, so they weren't into it, and I was a full sports dude. I was into everything, you know. I mean, first of all, I was a skateboarder at a really young age. I was you know, butt boarding by the time I was three and standing up on a skateboard by the time I was five or six. Right. Right. So skateboarding's always been there. Right. But as a kid growing up, I lived on a ranch. So I lived about two and a half miles, you know, in Santa Barbara County uh, away from the nearest town. So I didn't have anybody out there besides my brother and sister and they didn't play sports. My dad was older. You know, he was into being, you know, the, the ranch hand on the ranch and uh, real estate and insurance broker during the week. So he didn't really play sports with me either so I had to figure something else out because I wanted to play I wanted to play baseball right you know I was really into little league baseball I played since I was a little kid and I was into YFL youth football league too so I was super into football super into baseball and super into skateboarding as a kid right and boogie boarding yeah that was starting to go on there and I just about a few years away from starting to ski back in those days before I snowboarded so all this is going on as a kid and I'm thinking to myself, man, it sucks. I'm out here on the ranch. I'm three miles from the nearest bros that I can hang out with and play some sports with. So I got no buddies. I got no friends near me at all. So I asked my parents to, oh, I asked Santa Claus, I should say, to get me a pitchback. You know what a pitchback is? Okay. Show of hands. All right. Pitchback is that, that net with a strike zone, right? It's like a full, like almost like a, a, a elastic cargo net or whatever. You set it up in the yard, you throw a baseball at the, at the square or the rectangle, and the baseball will come right back to you. So basically, in a sense, you're playing catch with yourself, okay? <laughs> so that was one of the things I wanted uh, for Christmas was a pitch back because I had no one to play sports with. And I was like, look, I got to get good at baseball. And so that's what I'm asked for. I'm asked for a pitch back. And then I also asked Santa for the same thing, something else, because I was into football, is a football tosser, okay? I don't even think these things even exist anymore. I think kids would get 
messed up. I think you would get knocked the heck out, you know. I think you would get Tom broke off if you had one of these things nowadays. So it was an it was an arm, and you would you would put like these tent spikes in the ground to hold this this you know football arm throwing thing, and then you would bring the arm back, and there was a football was pretty light plastic style football. It wasn't like a you know modern day pigskin heavy football, so it was light, so it could actually get air. And it was plastic, and so you'd put it on this thing, and you'd set the timer for I think like ten seconds. And you could run out there, set the timer, and then run your little your wide receiver pattern, come in, and the thing would release and throw the ball, and you could catch the ball. Right? So, those are the, how sad is that, right? <laughs> like, I'm kidding. I'm asking Santa for things so I can play baseball and football by myself because I have no one to actually to play with. So, that's how bad it was, right? So that Christmas morning got up, and there it was. There was the pitch back right there in the morning time and uh, under the tree. There was the football tosser. It was there, too, as well. And uh, I remember just hours on end. My parents thought I was a freakazoid. They would look out, and for hours I'd be playing. And what I used to do, you know, I don't if you understand baseball, I set up this little temporary fence, like just a little fake fence, right? I'd set it up. And then I would throw the ball at the pitch back, right? And the baseball would come off the pitch back like it was going to go over the fence. And I would leap and try and snag the ball before it went over the fence. And I would reenact like the bottom of the ninth inning. Brad Jay playing center field. <laughs> Leaps for the catch. Makes the catch. Well, my parents would stare out the window while they're having their cocktails, smoking their cigarettes or whatever. And they would look out at me and just go, Man, he is a weird kid. Look, he just plays by himself for hours and hours by himself. Granted, look, there's no phones back then. There's no computers. So just, just trying to stay busy out on the ranch. So there you go. There's my Christmas story. The China, China restrictions update and uh, announcing the road rage and all that. All wrapped into a podcast. Hope you enjoyed it, Brad J. Tame Your Talents, the podcast. Subscribe on YouTube. I'm going to go put an edit together right now from the last a few events I did. So uh, make sure you check that out. Subscribe on YouTube and uh, Brad J-A-Y-M-C on all social media for me. That's going to do it. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas for your Wednesday. Stay your talent. I'm Brad J. Say up.